five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Hello, hello, wonderful people. It's Dr. Nikki, the board certified family nurse practitioner back in the house. Today, I have a health topic for men. All right, let's get started. So we're going to be talking about BPH today, benign prostatic hyperplasia, BPH. All right, some people call it benign prostatic hypertrophy, uh, but it's also called BPH or benign prostatic hyperplasia. All right, it's a condition in men, especially older men, and it's just a condition in which the prostate gland is enlarged. And this is not a cancerous condition. It's not cancer, and that's why it's called benign. Um, it's not malignant or cancerous, All right? What is the prostate? Let's just get started with that because a lot of um, young Males might want to know what the prostate is and what it does. And some people may need a refresher into knowing what the prostate does. All right. So the prostate is a walnut-shaped gland that is part of your um, male reproductive system. Just like we women have our own female reproductive system and some um, glands or, you know, organs there. Um the prostate belongs to the man and it's like a walnut shaped gland that is part of the reproductive system in males the function of the prostate is to make fluid that goes into semen right and so this prostate fluid is essential for a man's fertility very very essential very important for a man's fertility all right and so we do have other parts of your reproductive system, which includes the bladder, the urethra, the bladder and the urethra, they're parts of the lower urinary tract. Um, and so the urethra, the bladder is the what holds your urine, all right? And then the urethra is the tube that carries uh, urine from the bladder to the outside of your body, and it also carries semen out through the penis so yeah for men it has a dual function it carries urine as well as semen out through the penis all right so we have the prostate that has lobes and um, or sections and is enclosed by an outer layer of tissue and it's in front of the rectum just below the bladder all right so we're going to go into what causes BPH. We'll talk about, you know, risk factors, treatments, and who are the people that are more likely to develop BPH, and what are the symptoms of BPH. As I said, this very, very, it's a very common prostate problem in men as you age. What causes BPH? As I said, it occurs mostly with age. Um, research does not know, you know, 
like what really happens or it's not well understood but we just know that it mainly occurs in older men and that if your testicles were removed before puberty you will not develop BPH that's what research has shown that if your testicles were removed before puberty you will not have BPH so that's why they think that it's related to aging and that the testicles may cause BPH all right um, we're gonna talk about you know different things here we're not going to focus too much on the hormones, which is testosterone, the male hormone, and then the estrogen, which is men do have testosterone, which is the main male hormone. And they have small amounts of estrogen, which is a female hormone, but men do have a small amount of estrogen as well. And um, as men age, the active testosterone in their blood decreases, which leaves a higher portion of estrogen. So research has suggested that BPH may occur because of the higher proportion of estrogen when the prostate increases the activity of substances that promote um, prostate cell growth, right? So the research has just shown that BPH may occur because of the higher proportion of estrogen. Remember, as I said, as the man ages, testosterone which is the main male hormone decreases and then you still have um, small amounts of estrogen even though it's a female hormone but men do have estrogen all right so let's go into what causes bph what causes bph as i said you will see this um problem in in men older than 50 all right, some people start having the symptoms as early as their mid-40s. All right, a lot of people have BPH. A lot of people have the symptoms of BPH and a lot of people are on medication for BPH. All right, who are more likely to develop BPH? Who, who is more likely to develop BPH? Benign prostatic hyperplasia. People 40 and older, as I said before, if you have a family history of BPH, you're more likely to develop BPH yourself. If you have medical conditions such as type 2 diabetes, heart, and circulatory disease, or if you're obese, you're more likely to develop BPH. Lack of physical activity um, and also erectile dysfunction. Yeah, you are more likely to develop BPH if you have any of those um factors what are the symptoms of bph that's what everybody wants to know how do i know that i have bph yes please watch for these symptoms urinary frequency meaning that you keep urinating very very frequently throughout the day more than eight times um, urinary urgency which is the inability for you to delay your urination you just have to go. Whenever you feel the urge to go, you have to go. Of course, if you have diminished urine stream or a weak urine stream, if you have some dribbling at the end of your urine, if you have 
dribbling at the end of your urine yes those are um, that is one of the symptoms uh, nocturia is when you have frequent urination at night time a lot of people wake up at night two three four even up to five times to urinate all of the symptoms that I mentioned they may indicate some other type of medical problems it doesn't necessarily mean that if you have any of the symptoms that you do have bph they could signify these symptoms could indicate rather um other medical problems it doesn't mean that you have bph if you have the symptoms some of the symptoms um, may be indicative of urinary tract infection uh, prostatitis which is inflammation of your prostate um, it could um, signify other issues um, and even prostate five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on the go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst they're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Cancer. So that's why it's important when you have all the symptoms, you need to check in with your healthcare provider for accurate diagnosis and treatment. All right, because some of the symptoms may be indicative of something else apart from BPH. Okay, when do you or seek care? When do you seek care when you have these symptoms or what are the complications of BPH? It's important for you, as I said before, to follow up with your healthcare doc, uh, provider if you do have any of the symptoms that I mentioned earlier, because the complications of BPH include may include blood in your urine, which is hematuria, urinary tract infections, as I said, bladder damage, kidney damage, bladder stones, and urinary retention. Urinary retention can be in two parts. We can have acute urinary retention and chronic or long-lasting urinary retention. All right, so those are the complications of BPH. So you want to um, seek help before you develop any of these complications because they may cause a lot of damage, especially kidney damage. All right. So as I said before, uh, men with symptoms of BPH should see their healthcare professional. And uh, especially if you have inability to urinate, if you are holding urine, meaning you have urinary retention, if you have painful, frequent, and urgent need to urinate. And of course, if you develop fever or chills, you need to see your doctor. If you develop blood in your urine and if you have great discomfort when you're urinating or you have pain in your lower abdomen, you need to see your doctor. All right. And how is BPH diagnosed? How does a doctor know that, okay, this is BPH? Um, very simple. Using uh, your symptoms, all right, your personal and your family history. 
a physical exam, which includes a rectal, digital rectal examination, and some blood tests, right? And we're going to go into that. So, yeah, um, they talk, the doctor asks you about your symptoms, asks you when they started, um, when did the symptoms start, how long they've been going on, for what are you feeling ask about your family medical history does a, a provider does like a digital rectal examination which is when they check using a gloved finger um, they go in through your rectum and they feel for your prostate and then what while you bear down and then medical tests such as blood tests like PSA uh, you know to check for any kind of um, increased levels, all right? So pretty much that's what it is. And of course, they want to check for swollen or tender scrotum, enlarged or tender lymph nodes in your groin area, discharge from your urethra. And um, as I said before, they may check some other parts of your body as well. Okay. And then medical tests, as I said before, can include a urine test, urine um, urinalysis, uh, prostate-specific antigen, that's the PSA that I had mentioned. It's a blood test. They might do a cystoscopy. They might do a biopsy, and they might do a transrectal ultrasound. Each person is different. Just wanted to point that out. Each person is different. Um, symptoms differ. So, um, some people may have very severe symptoms of BPH and some people may have mild symptoms of BPH. Your The size of your prostate or the enlargement of your prostate does not determine how severe your symptoms will be. Some people have very large and large prostate and they have minimal symptoms. Meanwhile, some people have minimally enlarged prostate and have very bad severe symptoms so it does not really matter all right so as i said psa is a blood test and um pretty much they use that to determine um if you have any kind of problems with your prostate um there's a lot of controversy about using psa um lately so um just talk to your doctor about that um they will be able to guide you appropriately all right um because some some psa results might be false positive results and so that's why i said there's been some controversy um about using psa so men who have prostate cancer may have high amounts of PSA in their blood. Um, however, a high PSA level does not necessarily indicate prostate cancer. So that's where there's a little bit of controversy. Like, okay, so if it's high, do you have prostate cancer? Um, but then it doesn't really indicate that you have prostate cancer when it's high. And then, so BPH, uh, prostate infections, inflammation, aging, and normal fluctuations can also cause high PSA levels. All right? So, that's the issue with the PSA. Um, because you cannot really discriminate between cancer and prostate conditions such as BPH. Um, that's why you need to talk to your doctor about that. And the best course of action 
um, to take if your PSA level is high. All right. Okay. And so we had mentioned the transrectal ultrasound. We had mentioned cystoscopy. It's a procedure that uses a tube-like instrument called a cystoscope to look into inside the urethra and the bladder. All right. How do you treat BPH? How do you treat BPH? So as I said, depending on your symptoms, depending on your preferences, depending on what's going on, each person is different. Some people have minimal symptoms and they can just get this under control by doing lifestyle changes, such as no alcohol, no smoking, um, things like of that nature. Some people, they need medication. Um, they do need medication such as the alpha blockers, uh, which include like Flomax, which is Tamsulosin, Kadura, Doxazosin, um, Terazosin, those are or Rapaflow, um, those are alpha blockers. And then some people may need additional medication or combination of medications. We have the five alpha reductase inhibitors, which include finasteride prosca those are the two um the two common medications that people tend to be prescribed are finasteride which is prosca and tamsulosin flomax those are the two common ones and pretty much what they do is that they help to stop the growth of or shrink the prostate all right thereby reducing the symptoms associated with bph they tend to shrink the prostate thereby reducing the symptoms associated with bph all right as i said lifestyle changes reducing um, intake of liquids particularly before going to bed or you know try to limit when you drink um, you know, have a cutoff time. Don't drink late into the night so that you don't wake up to go and use the restroom at night. And then avoiding or reducing the intake of caffeinated beverages and alcohol. Caffeine is like a diuretic. You will keep going to the restroom. All right. And then avoid or monitor the use of medications such as decongestants, antihistamines, antidepressants, and diuretics. So a lot of people that have heart-related issues like heart failure, congestive heart failure, are put on diuretics. And of course, diuretics will make you urinate more frequently. And so that could be a cause of the symptoms that may uh, be similar to those of BPH. Um, another way that you could um, do lifestyle changes is training your bladder to hold more urine for longer periods by exercising your pelvic floor muscles. I had mentioned in my previous uh, podcast episodes about Kegel exercises for women to prevent urinary incontinence or to just strengthen their pelvic floor muscles. Men can also strengthen strengthen their pelvic floor muscles by exercising it um, and it could help. All right. And then definitely prevent or treat constipation as it occurs. All right, so we talked about the medication. Um, there are different types. You can do a combination of medication. 
as I said, a lot of people take finasteride and tamsulosin, which is Prosca and Flomax. Um, some people take different types of medication. We do have minimally invasive procedures for BPH. Um, we do have, you can, they can put a stent prostatic stent insertion they might do a needle ablation they might do thermotherapy there are different different options for minimally invasive procedures that can be done based on your symptoms and your preference and the plan of care for you all right so there are different types and then surgeries for bph i've seen people have um like you know simple surgeries that will um, remove the enlarged prostate tissue and or cuts um, in the prostate to widen the urethra all right so think of it as like a pipe a pipe or tube that is blocked and water or urine is trying to force it force itself through a blocked pipe you know like the amount of force is gonna be a lot and it's gonna cause a lot of discomfort and it's gonna cause a lot of pain in um some people and which could lead to the blood in the urine as i said before so you want to try and avoid those complications by reporting your signs and symptoms to your healthcare provider immediately when you start this is not a time to be ashamed of your symptoms this is a time to speak out because the earlier the better we can appropriately diagnose you and treat you um the way you're supposed to be um treated according to your symptoms and and preference Surgical options or surgeries include laser surgery, open prostatectomy. We have a TURP, T-U-R-P, which is a transurethral resection of your prostate. That's a very common um, surgery that uh, men have. It's called a TURP, T-U-R-P. Um, as I say, we do have laser. We have prostatectomy, which is um, open or simple and um, yeah, so it all depends on your symptoms. It all depends on what's going on with you, any other um, medical problems that you have, and also your preference. All right. So I hope this helps like people that um, are concerned about the symptoms that they're having. Um, and also, if you do just want to know more about BPH or if you're a woman and you know like men in your um, household or your life that have all the symptoms and you just wanted to know what's going on. Yeah, it's very important that they get um, to see their doctors and they get the appropriate diagnosis using the uh, previous means that I had mentioned before. All right. So I hope this helps and um i'll catch you in the next one take care bye bye five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on the go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst they're delicious and can transport you to 
a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.